This World Cup qualifiers, EFL picks and dry cleaning investigation episode of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time has last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And finally, in honour of Veterans Day, everything in the merch store is 10% off with the promo code VETS. All proceeds from this sale will be donated to Mission 22, a non-profit serving those who have served. Welcome everybody to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Wednesday, the 15th of November. That is two episodes running. I've got the date absolutely spot on. And we are here to uh, relive some glorious winners from the last two nights in the FA Cup. We will have a look at the World Cup qualifiers taking place in Europe, South America and Africa this week. Barry has EFL picks. I have done a panorama slash 60-minute style investigation into the world of dry cleaning, which everyone is absolutely on a knife's edge about. Joining me for all of this and possibly even more, I have never seen him wear spectacles in my life, but he reckons he wears them all the time. It's Mr. Barry Benaluna. Yes, Malcolm. I've worn glasses since I was about 18 years you old. You fucking I've been, have not. I've been as a bat for the last 25 years. Well, that's um, as maybe. I do normally wear contact lenses, uh, but I've had a few uh, few troubles with my eyes, so I'm giving my eyes a bit of a rest um, before we go away tomorrow. I'll be back on the contact lenses because I don't enjoy, I don't like wearing glasses, so they get on my nerves a bit. Um, so yeah, special You've occasion. Got a look at them. Who was that fella who ate all the McDonald's and made and did all the the films um, about Mike, Michael something? I can't not Michael McIntyre. He's that knob off the telly. Moore, Michael mean, Moore. That's the one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is that him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guns. Guns and McDonald's, isn't it? That's him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you look like him anyway. Um, so, good evening. Spirits are high. Um, as you can probably tell for a couple of reasons. A, we're going on holiday tomorrow, but we're not going to talk about it. Uh, and B, we picked some winners, Barry. And not only did we pick some winners, <laughs> lots of people, you think this is kind of why it's meant to work, in it? This is the system, Barry. Lots of people backed the winners that we picked. So, I went three out of four. Um, with a couple of standard ones, but then a nice fancy one tonight. You only went one out of four, but you went berserk last night. So, do you want to lead us off with uh, with what went down? Yeah, I was close on the other ones, to be fair. But only one winner, Malcolm. But it was a good winner. It was an eight to one winner. Um, put the big underdog out, Crew Alexander, to beat Derby. Um, put them out as a goals pick. Was oh, what were we looking at? Can't remember. Can't remember. If it was, I think seven to two for them to score two or more. Um, and at the time of putting the show out, they were 15-2 to, to win the game, plus 750. Um, 
But my God, some people got some good prices. Um, yeah, really did. Someone got on at eight to one. Frank got on at twelve to one, and Riley, who's in the chat, I'm assuming he missed the first goal. They went one 0 down in the first three minutes. Riley got on at twenty eight to one. Jesus. Uh, Riley also backed the over one and a half, but messed up and took over one point five crew goals in the first half. That, <laughs> that cashed at seventeen to one. So Riley's absolutely. <laughs> Go on, Riley. Made a few mistakes last night and just got double the price everybody else got and cashed the lot. Uh, so well played, Riley. Um, loads of people on TikTok, Twitter. We got loads of feedback last night. A lot of people are on that that underdog pick, so it was nice. Um, it won nice and easy. Um, Bet three six five. One of our sponsors, one we use all the time. Two goals up, you paid out. So sixty five minutes, crew go three one up. No sweat. Don't even have to sweat the last 25 minutes out. We're all paid out on a 15-2 winner. Uh, so, yeah, cracking night for me. Um, and then tonight, I had nothing. You had one pick tonight, Malcolm. And uh, you got the ladder out. How did we that did go? get the ladder out, yeah. I think uh, Riley is definitely listener of the week uh, this week. So, yeah, um, Barnsley won to nil last night at 5-4. to four. Um, And that, do you know what, Baz? We missed a ladder in Salford, Peterborough. Uh, we said it was going to be goals galore. The bet was over two and a half of all teams to score. Game finished 3-3. Um, so we missed out there. But yeah, tonight was um, Charlton Athletic at Cray Valley Brackets Paper Mills. And we were on the goal ladder. Match goals was start of three and a half, uh, 11 to 10 plus 110. Over four and a half, five to two plus 250. And over five and a half, 11 to two plus 550. And I even missed a run off, Barry, because the game finished 6-1 to Charlton uh, so we could have gone up one more but having sat here a little bit on Monday night and kind of downplayed our picks we should have been a bit more enthusiastic Baz because we've absolutely smashed it so um, tell you what, the only problem was Malcolm 100 people watched this uh, last episode on YouTube um, yeah. we absolutely smashed it do you know how many thumbs up we got on on YouTube four five Bastards, Barry. That's less than the amount of people that were watching live. There's more. There's double that watching it live now. We've got ten people in here. Um, so yeah, not enough thumbs up for the success that we put on that podcast. Um, so yeah, if you did cash any of it this week, make sure you've left us a thumbs up on here or a review on Apple or Spotify or whatever, because we're pushing up towards a hundred reviews on Spotify. Still at four point nine stars. We've got to get that back to five. <laughs> yeah, keep those reviews coming in. Um, but the subscriptions are coming in. The, the numbers are going up on YouTube. We're getting lots of um, people joining us. So if you are new to it, um, cheers for joining. We've had a really good week. Hopefully we can carry it on this week with some more random stuff. No Premier League. So we've gone uh, a little bit off-piste. Bit of internationals. You've gone uh, all over the world, haven't you? I've kept it close. have been globe-trotting, Baz. Um, yes, yeah, so familiar faces in the chat. Moonaf was first in. I am Miss Moonaf I, uh, since the MLB season finished. Moon- Myself and Moonaf. <laughs> yeah, um, I, didn't get, I didn't get the coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moonaf's rolling up the inside jokes there. Uh, Mafia's in. Captain C. No, uh, Riley, listener of the week, and Brian uh, B. Mac has just joined us as well. So fantastic stuff. Um, yeah, like Baz says, we've got some global picks. I didn't even realise there was EFL stuff, Barry. Um, you picked some EFL games. I didn't even look. Um, I concentrated solely on international games, um, but we'll get stuck into them. Firstly, uh, Veterans Day merch, um, great course. 10% off everything in our merch store with the code VETS. 
uh, proceeds from any sales donated to Mission 22, which is a non-profit serving those who've served. So support a great cause and score some sweet gear. Store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Promo code VETS. And Bet365, Barry just referenced the two goal up. Um, this advert talks about the 17-point NFL instant payout because it's for you American people. But for you British people, two goals up and you're in business. Um, so, yeah, that, those boosts are absolutely fantastic. There's prop sides, totals, live betting. Bet365 have got you covered for absolutely all of that. Sign up to G today. You've got two bonus offers, um, a $1,000 no-sweat bet or bet $5 and get $150 in bonus bets. Head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365 or use the link in our show bio. Problem Gambler, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And finally, before we move on, oh, is it time to move on? Oh, no, it's, it's Underdog Fantasy, Barry. Uh, play along your favourite teams with Underdog Fantasy, NFL, NBA, NHL. Let's simply pick higher or lower on your favourite players' fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. If you sign up with the code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Um, Bayou Funk has uh, added his name to the register. Good evening. How are you doing? Um, so, Barry, before we get into any football, we need to uh, talk about dry cleaning, Barry. Uh, we talked about it very briefly on Monday evening. It piqued the interest of a few people. Um, so I've spent, basically, I've devoted, Barry, about 15 minutes of my time to making these picks. I've devoted about 84 hours of my time uh, to finding out about dry cleaning. Um, very much like a, a panorama-style investigative journalist um, or, like you say, 60 Minutes kind of thing, I think you would call that in America. So this is what I found, Barry. I've spoken to upwards of 53 people um, in the course of the last couple of days, people that um, you know about, people on WhatsApp, stuff like that. Strangers, Barry, I've stopped strangers in the street and in shops and stuff like that. I've asked them... Um, what I've got, Barry, is 73% of people, Barry, have had things dry cleaned. 27% of people haven't. I think it comes from, Barry, effectively, I think I'm a bit of a man-child, and I think you must be in the same boat. Because it turns out there's been dry cleaning's been going on. It's just been going on behind our backs. So the IT when I said I don't know anyone who's had anything dry cleaned, the IT department's had a load of our stuff dry cleaned, but just not involved me because she knows it's a waste of time. My mum has also had stuff dry cleaned. Um, tends to, there's been a lot of wedding dresses. A lot of my mates, Richie and Dom and those sensible people, have had all their suits dry cleaned. Um, and again, uh, that wouldn't yeah, get on my had, end. Um, that was the question came from Lenny in the Discord. Um, he asked, what do we do with our suits for weddings um, to make sure we look decent after we pulled them off and threw them on the ground at the last wedding? Um, yeah. I said, Malcolm's never cared about looking decent. Um, no. And I just, I just buy a new suit. <laughs> yeah, well, I think your pants just go in the wash, don't they? And then, unless your jacket's completely mangled, then you just stick it back on again. I don't know. Um, some things that did come out of my investigation, but um, my dad replied, not really, when I asked him if he'd had anything dry cleaned. I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, you either have like this. No, that's not an answer, is it? Not really. Um, I got two replies. 
in the space of about 90 seconds, which made me laugh. One was from Jerry Brown and one was from Steve Brown. Now, these two people, Barry, had divorced. Uh, so Jerry Brown had said, bride's dress. Steve Brown replied, his court suit, which had obviously been from the divorce here. And it was just really funny how the message in the space from about 90 seconds uh, with separate ends of a, of a sorry tale, Barry, about, uh, about the end of a marriage. Um, Dave Horan Stufflecoat, um, which I thought was an excellent name for a fanzine. Um, you can see someone selling that outside Goodison Park. Do you know? Uh, roll up issue number two, David Anstuffel Coates, one pound thirty. That was a that was a Liverpool accent, Barry. That was a Liverpool accent. Um, Kelly, you know Kelly used to work in the casino, and again the worlds of netball and dry clean and calliope, yeah, Barry. Because um, I'm working for Kelly next week to a netball fundraiser. She said one of the prizes in the raffle is a dry cleaning voucher. I mean, it's mad how this stuff comes together. So we're trying to cheat the raffle so I can win the voucher. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled on that. We're trying to rig the raffle next week. That's next well, Saturday night. I show last week, um, I am the club treasurer for Bingham Town Football Club. Um, and the men's team have their kit dry cleaned. Um, every week? Every single week. So they send the bag, they finish the game, they go in the change room, everything goes in a bag, and someone comes and picks it up, washes it, dries it, and returns it to them ready for next week. What do you think about that? Grassroots football, Malcolm? I've never known anything like it, Buzz. That's outrageous. Yeah, there you go. It still happens at Bingham Town Football Club. So I did that was my uh, my my uh, dry cleaning experience because I have to pay that bill every now and then for Bingham Football Club. Okay. Well, I'm going to try and win that um, voucher next week on that raffle, and then... We can I can go to the dry cleaners, Barry, with me voucher. We can do the show. I'll do the show live from the dry cleaners. But uh, Bayou Funk has just hit the nose, the the hit the nail on the head, I should say. Uh, he said he should start getting new suits. It's so long between need and one. He usually doesn't fit the last one anyway. That's exactly yeah. me, Bayou. That's that's why I buy a new one every time because a year down the line, I've put another stone on and don't fit into the last one. Terza replied that he got his funeral coat <laughs> dry cleaned, which made me laugh. Because that's the most Terza thing ever, in it? <laughs> He's such a miserable get. Like, everyone else was having a bit of fun with it. His funeral coat. I mean, how many funerals is he going to? He's only our age. And that's few and far between, aren't they? We're not at the age where we're starting to see each other's parents off and that regularly just He yet. probably just turns up to random funerals. Yeah, yeah. To, to cheer himself up on his yeah. day off. Oh, shit, that's funny. Right, okay, Baz. Um, where do you want to start? Picks, let's make I some. Want to start we're hot, Barry. Right at the top. So, because we're hot and I'm full of confidence, Malcolm, I'm going yeah. straight in there with a big underdog play. I'm getting it out shit. early. I'm not saving this to the end. I'm, Is it an I'm international in one, Baz? An international one. You're going to have the same one. I've got, a, I've got a big international underdog, Barry. Uh, it's entirely... Well, go on, let's see if we've uh, got the same one. To Denmark, Slovenia. No, sorry. No, good. So we've got a couple of underdogs to come out. Right, Denmark versus Slovenia. Um, Denmark are second in the group. Slovenia are first in the group. Um, they're both on 19 points from eight games. They've both scored 17 goals. Slovenia have conceded six. Denmark have conceded seven. So Slovenia sit at the top by virtue of one less goal conceded. They've already played each other once. They drew 1-1. So by any metric you look at here, you can't barely split these two teams. The only thing that's different is one team's conceded less. Well, I, I can't split them because Denmark's last game was against the Whipping Boys of the group, San Marino. 
They scraped past them 2-1. 70th minute winner. They won 2-1 against San Marino. That's not a pretty score, beating San Marino 2-1. Conceding a goal at San Marino is atrocious for any top international nation. Um, comparison, Slovenia went uh, went away to, Slovenia, uh, to San Marino. They won 4-0. So, better result there. Denmark recently played Finland. Uh, they came out 1-0 winners. Again, 86 minutes it took them to nick that one. Finland are in terrible form as well. Yeah, comparison, Slovenia most recently played Finland and, and by all, in, in this, this case, Slovenia were at home. Slovenia beat Finland 3-0. So a couple, of, a couple of comparisons there where Slovenia were getting better results. And as I say, you go back to the league, they're level on points, they're level on goals, they're level on, you know, they drew with each other last time they played. Uh, the odds for this game, Malgam, um, I need to go back to Bet365. I've got them here, Baz. You've got them um, Read them out. What price are Denmark? The game's Friday night for it just to because these games are all over the weekend. So yeah. this is Friday night, seven forty-five kickoff, which is two forty-five Eastern time. Denmark wanted two minus two hundred. Um, the draw is eleven to four plus two seventy-five, and Slovenia are thirteen to two plus six fifty. Well, that's a bit of line movement there because Denmark were eight to fifteen earlier. Um, okay. Slovenia were fifteen to two, so I don't know why they've both shortened. Um, Hoyland's out injured for Denmark this week. Um, I, I can't understand why, with everything I've just said, why Slovenia are 7-1, to 7.5-1. It's a massive price. The top of the group. Uh, and they can win the group with this this uh, result, yeah. Um, so for me, I mean, we could hedge it and play it. You could, you could take a, a double chance or, or a draw no bet here and, and still get a decent price for Slovenia. But I just think it's great value. 15 to 2. Shop around, you can get 15 to 2. Um, Slovenia to beat Denmark at 15 to 2 is definitely an underdog player worth taking. Um, if you want to play it safer, then, then take the double chance or the draw no bet or whatever. Um, or Slovenia goals, um, 4 to 5, so minus 125, just for them to score one goal against Denmark. 9 to 2 for Slovenia to get two goals. And 3 to 1. Uh, sorry, eighteen to one for for them to score three goals. As I say, they put three past Finland, um, f- four past San Marino. I'm not going to worry about that too much. Um, but Denmark on, they're not an outstanding side. There's not much between these two sides, and the odds are all over the place. So the pick is definitely Slovenia for me. I like Slovenia goals, and I like Benjamin Sesko anytime. So I've got a goal scorer on here as well. Anytime Benjamin nice. Sesko. Seven to two plus three fifty and ten to one first goal. He's on penalties for Slovenia as well, um, so you'll get a run for your money if he gets any set pieces. Um, but for an anytime goal, Benjamin Sesko seven to two or first goal at ten to one looks good as well. So plenty to get your teeth into in that game. I just think the odds are far too far out, given how closely matched these teams have been throughout this this qualifying campaign. Um, it's Denmark have drifted a little bit, Baz. They're minus one eighty eight, nine to seventeen. Um, and like you say, um, Slovenia are into uh, 13 to 2, 6.5 to 1. Well, I've got a very, very similar pick, Barry, with the same handicap, just substituting the names out because um, it's two teams that I just think should be much, much closer together, two average teams who are next to each other in the group. They've already drawn with each other, and the odds are here, Montenegro are 1 to 3, minus 300. Um, 
draws at four to one, and Lithuania are seventeen to two plus eight fifty. And Barry, you could just—it's the exact same situation as the one you've just described. Um, Montenegro is sitting on eight points. Lithuania is sitting on six points. Montenegro not scoring many. They've only scored six in six. And Lithuania have been very lively lately. They, um, they led against Montenegro until the 78th minute last time out in a game that finished 2-2. They got a 2-2 draw with Hungary in a game they were 2-0 up in. And we've been really sweet on Hungary the last couple of international breaks. Um, so, and I've got the same, I've wrote exactly the same three bets down, Buzz. I've wrote, first thing I wrote down was two bets with an exclamation mark because... I'm, I'm putting up Lithuania at 17 to 2 here, plus 8.50. But the draw is 4 to 1 if you wanted to split your stakes or, like you said, draw no bet, whatever you want. And Lithuania team total, um, the same as you went for Slovenia. Um, to score two or more is 11 to 2. And that's plus 5.50. So, very, very similar method, Baz. You can tell we're, um, we're going well because I think it, 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 when you get a couple of winners behind you, you just start seeing things a little bit with a little bit more clarity. Um, and we, we've handicapped that very, very similarly. So, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take Lithuania uh, to do some stuff on the back of Barry's uh, Slovenia pick. Um, that game's Thursday, did I say that? Yeah, 7.45 on Thursday um, is Montenegro-Lithuania. Um, I said earlier, Baz, when you were handicapping, that Finland aren't in great form. Um, I'm now about to fly in the face of that by picking them uh, to win their game against Northern Ireland. Um, which is Friday at five o'clock to two p.m. Eastern time. Finland are nine to ten uh, minus one one one. The draw is twelve to five plus two forty. And Northern Ireland are thirteen to four plus three twenty five. This is a quite a simple one, Barry. We're getting the better team at home at nearly even money. Just a really nice price. Finland have won four of eight, and they've been competitive in the teams around them in their group, um, who are uh, Denmark and Kazakhstan. Um, Northern Ireland have only had two wins in the group, both against San Marino. So it's a little drop off. It's almost like a little mini league. But Finland are in there with the teams you've already mentioned, Barry. Northern Ireland aren't. They're the, clearly the fifth team, like a, a little separation from that little group down in Northern Ireland. They've been stinking the place out Northern Ireland. Uh, so I think Finland at 9-10, minus 111 is a good bet, Barry. Yeah, so next up for me is Moldova against Albania. Um, Albania sit top of the group here, a group that includes Poland and Czech Republic, and Albania are sitting at the top. So there's a real chance one of those sides, Poland and Czech Republic, is in danger of going out here. Albania, 13 points from six games, scored 11, and they've conceded just three goals, really, really solid defensively. They beat the Czech Republic and Poland in the last two games, 3-0 and 2-0. So they've not conceded a goal against, you know, the two sides who would be considered the best sides in the group. Uh, they're unbeaten in six, five wins and a draw in the last six games. Um, they're now up against a Moldova side who can't qualify, um, who they've already beat 2-0 in the previous game. I just think this is a massive chance here for Albania. Having done all the hard work in the last three games to get a draw with Czech Republic and then go beat Poland, and then beat Czech Republic in the next game. They've done all the hard work in the last three games. They've really got to make it count now, and I think it's a big opportunity against Moldova, with Albania in great form. Um, Albania away from home, but four to five just looks a really, really solid price. What Minus 125, 
Um, yeah. So, yeah, pick for me is Albania to beat Moldova at four to five, Malcolm. Uh, that is five o'clock on Friday as well. So, 12 o'clock lunchtime, um, Eastern time. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, let me tell you about game time. Um, I've got a good ticket story, actually, Baz, uh, from the other day. Um, game time. The ticket people, that's what's made me think about it. Uh, buying tickets for your favourite event shouldn't be stressful. The fella I need to tell you about could very much have done with game time the other day. Fast and easy way to buy tickets for sport, music, comedy and theatre. Uh, deals on last minute tickets so you can um, forget the stress of getting your tickets and look forward to the event. The game time guarantee means you always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and rule for less game time. Credit you 110% of the difference. Um, so download the game time app, create an account, use the code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account, redeem the code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And Hall of Fame bets, helping everybody win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Research NFL, NBA, MLB and soccer bets with historical stats and data. Put your parlay into Hall of Fame bets, parlay optimizer too, to get hit rates broken down by leg, expected probabilities, sort the players by hit rate, all that kind of shenanigans. So stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrfbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Yeah, so on Saturday, Baz, uh, daughter went to the City Hall with Grandma to watch the ballet. Grandma bought tickets to see Beauty and the Beast which was quite a nice thing for them to do. They went, they got in, they sat in their seat. They went to go to their seats. There was a fella and his daughter already in the seats. So obviously, excuse me, mate, can I check your tickets? You might be in the wrong seat. So he gets his tickets out. He's in the right seat, Barry. Um, so this was um, Snow White, was it? No, Beauty and the Beast, I said that. This was Snow White last Saturday. He gets his tickets out. He's in the right seats. He's got tickets to see Cinderella in 2024. <laughs> How's that happened? So he's sitting exactly in the right place. He's just six months too early. He's at the wrong show in the wrong year. That's spectacularly bad. Talk about father of the year. So fuck knows how that happened. But yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, just a little aside, it came to me. Right, where are we going next? Um, I've got one more Euro game left, Baz, which is on Thursday, tea time, five o'clock. Um, so 12pm Eastern time It's Georgia against Scotland Barry Georgia 5-2 to two, Plus 2.50 The draw 23-10 to 10, Plus 2.30 Scotland 15-13 to 13, Plus 1.15 The first thing You can do here Is rule out the Georgia win The 5-2 to two, It's just awful price um, They've won 2-7 Both against the Whipping boys of the group Cyprus Georgia just haven't looked like beating any of the other good teams. So it, what a terrible price that is. Um, Scotland have only lost once um, in this group against Spain. And they still got a live chance to top in the group. Um, so having ruled out Georgia, you've got leaves you the draw or Scotland. Scotland beat Georgia 2-0 at home. They've won 2-1 in Norway. Um, a, a better level of opposition. The plus money here, Baz, I think it's a good price. We've seen Scotland going really well. Um 
they're in a, a quite an up part of their cycle at the moment. And 15 to 13 plus 115 for Scotland to get a win here is a really, really good price, Barry. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Um, next final pick for me um, from the Euro qualifiers. Um, and it continues in the same group as that Moldova-Albania game. And it's a massive game um, between Poland and Czech Republic. Um, Poland have to win this game or it's it's pretty much over for them. Can't qualify if Czech Republic come away with a three-point. Um, Czech Republic won the home game 3-1. Went 2-0 up inside five minutes. Stretched to 3-0 up. Poland scored late on to bring it back to 3-1. And Poland are struggling a bit. They're up against it here. They've had just two wins in five games, and both of them came against the Faroe Islands, who are the, you know, the bottom team in this group. Um, Poland have been beaten by Albania. They've been beaten by Moldova, and they've been beaten by Czech Republic in this group. So when they're coming up against the tougher games, they're not getting the results. As I say, the only team they've beaten lately is Faroes, uh, Faroe Islands twice. They are at home. They'll no doubt have a big crowd right behind them in Warsaw. Um, but I'm not sure I can have them as favourites here. Um, I, I certainly I don't want to back Poland in their current form. Um, Czech Republic have lost just once in eight games this calendar year. I tipped them in the last round of games. Um, they came up against Albania and got duffed up 3-0. They did play with 10 men for most of that game. I think it was about 35 minutes or something. Czech Republic went down to 10 um, and Albania pushed on and, and beat them convincingly. But as I say, they've lost just once in eight since January. I think Czechs are, Czech are in a better form. They're under slightly less pressure because a, a draw here would be okay for them. Um, wouldn't be much good for um, Poland. The only th- thing that plays into Poland's hands is the fact they're at home. But I make this game a coin toss. Like, and and 9-4 for the Czech Republic looks a good price for me, given the respective forms of the two teams. So the pick for me, Czech Republic to beat Poland at 94 plus 225. Again, if you want to play it safer, you can pay a draw no bet, 6-5, but not for me. I'm happy to go with Czech Republic. Czech Republic to beat Poland at 94, Malcolm. Well, if we take all these dogs out right, Baz, we'll get one or two over the line, uh, rather than draw no bet them up. I love that. Um, I headed off to... If you, are you all AFL now, Baz? From- I'm all AFL now, yes. All right, well, I'll give my two international picks out um, and then you can crack on with AFL. Um, I headed to South America, Barry, so midnight on Friday. Is it midnight on Thursday? Midnight on Friday. It says Friday at midnight. I mean, what's that mean? I think it's Thursday at midnight. Yeah, I think it probably um, means. Yeah. Um, so you, look it up yourself. Can't do everything for you. Um, the game is Colombia versus Brazil. Colombia 23 to 10 plus 230. The draw 11 to 5 plus 220. And Brazil are 13 to 10 plus 130. I just don't think there's many times you'll see Brazil at this price, Barry. Um, they lost 2 0 against Uruguay last time and had a disappointing one all draw at home with Venezuela um, in the last break. But generally, they've been very, very reliable in qualifiers. Um, that loss to Uruguay was their first loss in a World Cup qualifier since 2015, unbelievably. Um, Colombia are just a very middle-of-the-road team at the minute. They didn't qualify for the last World Cup. They've drawn three or four games so far. Um, then the last break was a home draw with Ecuador. It's not much of a standard. They've got some injuries as well. The right-back's out. Um, some kid, I think he might play for Minnesota. United coming in will play at right-back. Um, and Luis Diaz, is the other thing, his frame of mind, 
you're not really sure about. He uh, just got his dad back out the jungle, didn't he? Um, so Brazil, I think a 13 to 10 is a really good price. It's a big um, week for Brazil because they've got Argentina on deck. They play Argentina at home on Wednesday night, um, which early in this campaign is a really big game. Um, and they want to get some momentum going into that one. Um, so I can see Brazil picking up two wins this week, but at 13 to 10, I think it's a good price to go and win in Colombia. And after that, Barry, I headed across to Africa. Um, Why wouldn't this you? This is the start. You want me? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? You've just come back from there. Uh, you should have the inside track here. Trying to find what day this malarkey is. Um, so this is the uh, this is the start of the African qualifying campaign, which is an absolute killer, by the way, Barry. Um, Forty-eight teams in the next World Cup, if you remember, up from thirty-two. So Africa now get nine qualifiers up from five. Um, there's a gazillion countries in Africa. So this is a proper arduous qualifying process. Um, I think there's about thirteen teams that aren't allowed to play at the home in the home country for various geopolitical reasons. Um, it's absolute mayhem. Um, I wonder if feeds Zimbabwe in general, I'd be looking for them. They, they drew nil-nil today with Rwanda, but um, they've got all kinds of problems. Um, so just uh, that's for later in the week for next week. Just try and remember Zimbabwe and we'll, we'll go against them. But the game I'm looking at, Barry, right, are you ready for a bit of, uh, we like a bit of uh, trivia, Barry? The game is at four o'clock on Friday. Uh, which is 11 a.m. Eastern time. If I told you, Barry, it was the Lone Stars against the Flames, uh, who, who's playing? The Lone Stars? Oh, there's, they've all got stars, haven't they? <laughs> have they all got a Lone Star? Cameroon Might be a clue here. Part of the... This is a... For some of our American listeners, Barry, the, uh, the Lone Star is a little bit of a clue there. Are you... Where does the Lone Star fit into maybe a bit of a American Afro-American history, Barry? Yes, no? No, nah, not for me. I, I'm nah, just thinking okay. of flags, but as I say, half the flags in Africa have got a Lone Star in them. So, yeah, I'm struggling with that one. What was the other one? The Flames. The Flames. There's no link to that at all. You could just have it. Just as pure random guesswork. I'm going to say... Um, Equatorial Guinea. Nah, that's not a bad guess. Uh, Bridge. Uh, Cox has had a guess. Um, Ghana was the guess. Ghana is <clears throat> incorrect. Um, Liberia, Barry, of the Lone Stars. Um, obviously, you've got the little link there from America, haven't you? Um, where all the slaves are sent back across to Liberia. Capital of Liberia is, Barry? I don't know what you're talking Come about, Marvin. I, I don't know where the link is. You're talking like I should know. About a link. Um, but Liberia, the word Liberia coming from uh, liberty meaning freedom. It's where all the slaves were repatriated back to Africa. The flag of Liberia is very much like the Stars and Stripes, Barry. Um, the capital yes, of Liberia is Monrovia, named after President James Monroe, Barry, of the USA. I mean, come on. Um, so Liberia are uh, 21 to 20 plus 105. Um, Malawi are the flames, Barry. Don't know why. Um, I've got no Malawi stats. You'd be pleased to hear. Uh, Liberia City was a good guess from Bridge. Good effort. Um, 94 plus 225 for Malawi. Um, Liberia games have been full of goals, but they keep getting beat. Um, they lost 3-1 to Ghana, who've cropped up again. 
Um, they were beaten 3 2 at home to Libya. I nearly went for Libya because uh, they take on Eswatini, uh, formerly of this show. Um, but Malawi have been in decent form. Barry, they won 1 0 in Zambia. They beat the Seychelles 2 0. They had a good one against Comoros because Comoros aren't a bad side at all. Um, so again, two options here was is Malawi at nine to four plus two twenty-five. Or I like a Malawi team total. Barry Liberia been conceding goals. Over one and a half Malawi goals is twelve to five plus two forty, Barry. Um, so that was the pick from a very competitive African World Cup section. Uh, and we'll say hello to Koisty, who's joined in. That's a good Scottish sounding name. Um and 3802AR. Do you know who this person is, Barry? Well, right, Stephen... yeah, I'm assuming he's referring to your Scouse accent earlier on. Though. All right, yes, yeah. I apologise to anyone who from Liverpool uh, or who has ever been to Liverpool because I did sound a little bit like I was from Bangladesh at that point. Barry. He um, commented on uh, our YouTube feed last week and um, he wasn't impressed with your cap. You had your little checky cap type thing, your black and white cap. Oh, my little train driver's hat. That's the one, yeah. I don't think... Who Koisty didn't like that, Coasty? <laughs> well, yeah. that's disappointing. Yeah. yeah. Bloody hell, Barry. Everyone's a critic. Right, crack on. Give us some EFL stuff. You've been good at this, Barry, the EFL stuff recently. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. Um, unfortunately, crew aren't playing this week. So most of the EFL is postponed due to the international. So championship, there's nothing. League one, we've got one game. And League Two is almost a full slate. I think there's possibly two games postponed. Um, so any games where teams have got a significant amount of players away on international duty, they'll they'll call it off. Um, first one for me. They're all in League Two, um, and I've kicked off with Accrington Stanley. Who were they? Who were they? Um, <laughs> Second Scouse accent <laughs> of the night. Come on, yes. get in. Um, Accrington Stanley, twenty-three to ten against Wrexham, um, who are evens, plus 100, and the draws at 11-4, plus 275. Um, Wrexham, second in the league, 33 points, and Accrington are back in eighth, just outside the playoff spots on 26 points, so not a massive gap between them in terms of points. Um, but whilst they're on far apart in league, their form's definitely heading in different directions. Accrington have had no win in four. They lost their last two league games to Crawley and Colchester, and Wrexham have won five in a row. They've won eight of the last nine, and they're unbeaten in 11 games. Um, even for Wrexham, yeah, it just looks a really, really good price. Um, nice and simple money line pick. Wrexham to beat Akron and Stanley at evens. Um, I just think you've got to keep following Wrexham whilst they're in this form. And as I say, the Akron form has turned in recent weeks. They, they are on a bit of a slump. Uh, so, yeah, I love Wrexham to beat Accrington as my first pick in League Two. Um, I was supposed to be timestamping all these so I can put the chapters in at the end, and I forgot to write all of them down. <laughs> now, Good, because uh, yeah, the, the the public complain when they don't have chapters. I didn't bother for the uh, the FA Cup stuff. I thought nobody's going to be listening to it anyway, but it turns out I was wrong. Um, everybody was listening, and everyone was cashing winners on the FA Cup. Uh, next up, Malcolm Stockport two to five um, minus two fifty. Draw at seven two plus three fifty and Colchester seven to one plus seven hundred. So Stockport home to Colchester. Stockport currently on an eleven game winning streak in the league. Um, that's astonishing. At any level of English football, any team winning eleven in a row 
It's pretty unheard of, and particularly in those lower leagues, like it doesn't happen often. They're scoring plenty. Ten of those eleven games, they've scored two or more, and in seven of the eleven, they've won by at least two goals. Um, Colchester have been better lately. The, the, the unbeaten in four league games, they've won three of those. They did start the season off quite slowly, which is why they're down in sixteenth. Um, but Stockport are top of the league. They're starting to pull away now. I think they've got about an eight-point gap already at the top. Um, and I think it, it's a different challenge, this, for Colchester. I think Stockport will go and duff them up and they'll win by two or more. Pick for me is Stockport on the handicap, minus 1.5. So to beat Colchester by two or more at evens. I also like Stockport on the goals market at home. Um, they're getting the goals often enough. Stockport to score three or more at 11 to 8. Um, what's that? Plus 137. Um, yeah. Pick like. But yeah, the main pick for me would be Stockport to win this on the handicap against Colchester. Um, and then one final one. Uh, we move on to Harrogate versus Swindon. Harrogate at home, 12 to 5, plus 240. Swindon are 21 to 20, plus 105. And the draw at 13 to 5, plus 260. These teams are one point apart in the league, 12th and 14th. Um, so I'm not sure what Swindon have done to be favourites here away from home. It certainly isn't to do with their recent form. They've lost five in a row. They've conceded 18 goals in those five games. I mean, their, their away form is even worse. They've won only one away game all season, and that was against relegation strugglers Forrest Green. They've actually only won one in the last 10 games. They've won one, drawn one, and lost eight in the last 10. Um, so Swindon around even money is absolutely mad. I don't I don't see how they're this short away from home. Um Harrogate all, however, all over the place. Um, it's hard to find much of a pattern with, with their form. They'll win some, they'll lose some. They don't score many as their problem. You've mentioned that before. Lowest scoring team in the league with just 16 goals in 17. Um, but Swindon have got one of the worst defences in the league as well uh, as one of the, the they've also got the, one of the best attacks. They've scored 36, Swindon, conceded 31. So in 17 games this season, they've had 67 goals, averaging four goals a game in Swindon games. As I say, Harrogate, to me, look too big. I think the money line odds are are, are bizarre to me. I haven't gone with Harrogate, um, but I certainly, I couldn't have Swindon in their current form. One win in 10, back in the mid-evens away from home is madness. Um, the concern for Harrogate is their home form. Lost five on the bounce now at home. Um, the play for me here has to be goals. Over 3.5 goals at 6-4. to four. Um Last four games for Swindon, six goals, four goals, 11 goals and five goals. Um, and the Harrogate's last four home games have seen 18 goals in total across the last four home games. So the, the pick for me, uh, Harrogate v Stockport, Malcolm, over three and a half goals at six to four. Um, to be honest, I should have put it out as a ladder because we haven't got a ladder on this uh, this show. But yeah, the, the the starting point definitely over three and a half at six to four. And I'll probably go up the ladder four and a half and five and a half for smaller stakes. Um, but yeah, I like goals in the Harrogate versus Stockport game. Harrogate, I've been a bit weird because I think they've just broke their the record for consecutive away wins. Um, they've won five in a row. You've said they lost five in a row at home, but they've won five in a row away. Um, and they have got a goal in them, Harrogate. This league, um, league two, it's Turning into, I think it's going to be a really good all all the way through a really good finish because you said Stockport, we've got a little five point lead on Wrexham, but then Wrexham 
It's starting I'm to build some. Oh, you want me? Yeah. It's Harrogate versus Swindon. I, I've, I've looked at my notes. I've, I've mentioned Harrogate versus Stockport at one point. It's definitely Harrogate versus Swindon is yeah. uh, the, the game we're talking about, yeah. Um, yeah, Stockport got five points on Wrexham, but Wrexham have got ahead of steam up. Mansfield, we talked about how they're um, playing really well. And then you've got Notts County sitting in fifth. They were fully prepared, I think, to hair anyone down. So that could be a four-way goal um, in League Two. So, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting stuff, Baz. Bridge Cox um, has put the Harrogate team total over 1.5. Um, plus 150 yeah, that's not a bad shout as well as I say that this Swindon team will concede goals um, without a doubt he has mentioned they don't score many on the road I'm, I'm banking on them to do so but I think uh, I think both teams will get involved and contribute towards this there's been some excellent Roy of the Rovers uh, chat in the comments bars while you've been giving out your plays you're probably a bit too either young or uncultured for that weren't you uh, uncultured I'd say yeah no, Cotty. You see, I used to get them Roy of the Rovers every uh, every Saturday morning. But I think uh, I got his autobiography for Christmas about three years ago. Uh, so, Coisty or anyone who's um, chatting on that, it's really funny. Um, it's very tongue in cheek. He got uh, he talks. I think he got kidnapped on four separate occasions on uh, on pre season tours in various places. I remember him getting kidnapped in Basran, um, but um, and then came back aged fifty seven to lead Melchester Rovers to the title one last time, Barry. Uh, so good old Roy Race. I think um, it's time to go, Barry. Have you got anything else you need to tell the people? Are you going to tell me where we're going on holiday tomorrow or not? No, I'll tell you tomorrow. Fucking hell. You don't, you, you don't need to know any more than that. Um, no, the IT, the IT department messaged IT you separately yeah, to sort out some insurance, there. didn't she? Yeah, so She's she obviously concerned for my welfare. So she messaged me. The only information she needed was the continent. Like, right. It was, um, there was three options. Is it Europe? Is it Australia and New Zealand? Or is it the rest of the world or something? Oh, right. And I thought for a hundred pounds, you're getting a bit optimistic here if you think we're going beyond Europe. Uh, so oh, yeah, right, I can so confirm it is definitely oh, a European down. destination. Uh, but yeah, hopefully yeah. you're well insured now. So should you not return, um, the ID department should be well looked after. Okay. <laughs> Bridge Cox is saying it's the only reason he's tuned in is to find out where we're going. Uh, you'll have to Don't keep an eye on Bridge. I'll, 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 I'll announce it on Twitter tomorrow night um, and in the Discord and, and what have you. But uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be enjoying a beer tomorrow night. We're in Leeds tomorrow night because we're flying from Leeds first thing Friday morning. Um, and the first beer tomorrow, Malcolm, um, yeah. I have got eight beers chilling. And the, and the first beer tomorrow will reveal the country. Okay, right. Well, you put a lot of thought into this, buddy. I've, uh, I don't give you enough credit occasionally. Um, so we'll probably be back on Monday night because we'll be on Death's Door on Sunday. Uh, but we'll be back on Monday night to review all of these winners uh, and then decide what we're going to do the rest of the week. So, yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Thanks, everyone, who joined in and commented. That was fun tonight. Enjoyed it a lot. It's always a bit easier when you've had some big price winners. Uh, you can throw out these picks with a bit more impunity. Let's uh, so try and get a little bit of momentum going, Baz. In, uh, in the, the Premier League's going to ramp up now between now and Christmas, uh, starting next weekend, so loads of stuff. Um, anything else, Baz? That's all from me. Okay, um, I'm off to the dry cleaners. Um, I'll see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>